This is the Making a Musical podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Thrapp. The podcast follows the development and execution of my new critically acclaimed musical, Good Morning New York. Today I'm talking to a woman who's producing her musical in New York City. Welcome to the podcast, Jose Weigand. You're in New York City. <laughs> I am. So happy to be here. And you don't even live here. I don't. It feels like I do sometimes, but I don't even live here. Right, because you're based in Nashville. Nashville. And you mm-hmm. fly out to produce. And in just a few days, your musical Falling Out will be at Feinstein's 54 Below. I want to walk the streets of New York and memorize the fold. I want to not look back and regret when I'm old. We met through Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't know who found each other. Did you find me or did I find you? Honestly, I don't remember. I probably I probably found you because I was looking for like new musicals and I was looking to connect with people who are doing what I was doing. So I feel like I probably found you right. through like a hashtag or like something, some crazy thing. Because I feel like I could have found you because when I was doing the New York Theater Festival, which you also did, I was just like mm-hmm. liking everyone who had the hashtag for, I mean, a six month yeah. period. So yeah. if you had it's the good marketing hashtag, technique. So one of us liked each other's <laughs> posts. Basically, it all comes down to one Instagram like. And right. here we are today. Right. And then she bought my shirt for Good Morning New York. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, hey. So yes. now you know, if you buy a shirt, 20 bucks. You'll be on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> good morning, New York, musical.com. <laughs> you have a musical. And it was at the New York Theater Festival. Winterfest or Summerfest? It was Winterfest. Okay. So it was about a year ago, um, early March of 2018. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you were nominated for Best Musical. I was. And the sad part was um, I never knew if I won or not because the, the nomination committee told me that I had to be present at the ceremony to win. Like if you won but you weren't there, they would give it to someone else. So I was nominated. But then I had to fly out back to Nashville before the actual ceremony. So I got the nomination, but I never knew if I actually could have won. Oh. So that was really interesting. Yeah, I think I've said it on this podcast before. I like what the festival does, mm-hmm. but I really hate the management. You don't have to agree with me or disagree with yeah, me. Yeah, it was it's a, it was a little stressful, but man, like that that got me onto a really great start yeah, for my show. The festival certainly is a platform. Being nominated in that is is a big deal because they have like a hundred productions. Yeah, they have a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty <laughs> cool being nominated. I mean the man like the I think one of the managers personally came up to me and was like, Your music is really, really great. Like he's he told me, keep writing, keep doing what I'm doing and that was really encouraging. Oh, that's so yeah, nice. that was pretty cool. He told me it was interesting. Your show was interesting. (laughs) Hey, that is actually really, that's a great word. I think you also said nice transitions, but I, (laughs) that's a, that's a big compliment. I really think that festival was a really great platform just to like begin my musical and begin my project and just kind of like give me the kick in the butt that I needed to like get my songs organized and find people. And it was just, it was kind of the perfect start. It wasn't easy. Like I, it was stressful getting everything together, and I mean, work. I wasn't even here in New York. I was doing everything from Nashville, but it was. I'm grateful for sure for that opportunity. Because we have a lot of people uh, who listen to this who don't live in New York City. Okay. So explain what went through your head when you were like, "I'm just gonna send in my show mm-hmm. to New York." So, I at the time when I submitted for 
that festival, um, I had lived in Nashville only three or four months. Um, and I knew I wanted to be in Nashville long term, but I just didn't have much work at the time. It was winter. I needed kind of like a goal or an inspiration to like get me through and like keep me creative and keep my music going. So when I found the posting to submit, um, you know, I was like, why not? If I get in, I'll make it work somehow. You know, I'll fly out there. I'll find a place to stay. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to make it work. And then when I got in, that's, I think, like, when I, the first day I found out, I just, like, started researching and finding people. And, like, I, it really, it was a short, it was, like, six, I had six weeks to get everything together. Um, how did you do that? Did you get a producer or, or did you just pass people <laughs> through Craigslist? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's what I did. My <laughs> Really? That's, yeah. Craigslist is amazing. Yeah, it's really um, weird. No, I, I actually found singers through Instagram. I, f- I followed like a few theater, um, pages and I just kind of looked at like who they posted about and maybe like a roster and I would find someone's profile and... Like, hopefully their profiles were, were public so I could find a link to them singing or whatever. And um, and I found a few people I liked. I reached out to them. And actually, Sarah, there was a girl named Sarah Richson who, you know, said she was interested and she was excited about, like, this new project. And she's so incredible. She's singing at 54 Below. Nice. So she's, like, that. been with the project since the beginning. And, like, I just adore her voice. And she's so sweet. So she, I mean, she took a chance on this random girl in this random festival and, like, these random songs. And um, and then through her, I found more names and just through Instagram. And and singers here are really great where they just, like, they recommend people. And, like, if they can't make it, they recommend someone else who's great. And it just seems like a really amazing community. Yeah. And that's one of the many reasons I love theater is just the communal vibes you get from it. But, yeah, I found my singers through Instagram or through Sarah and I only needed three for my first, I guess you could call it draft of my musical. Oh, okay. So that's okay. a really, I didn't that need to cast sense. like 17 now people. Now you tell me. I totally was like, I wonder how many people are in yeah. that musical. I thought you did have like 17. That's no, why I was and stunned. also the whole thing was less than 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I only had seven songs and a pretty short script, which I... The script I had to throw together kind of like in a month. So I am majorly redoing the script as we continue on and bringing people on board, bringing writers and other people. So it's definitely becoming more of a collaboration process. But last year for the New York Festival, it was basically just me. And it was it was after that festival when I realized holy cow, I do not want to direct, perform, write, compose, write a script. I was like, I do not want to play seven roles on my own. I want to find people. I want to collaborate. Like, I need to. If I want to go anywhere with this show, I need to collaborate. Yes, we always (laughs) talk about that. Yes, and (laughs) collaboration is the greatest thing. That's my composer's favorite word, (laughs) collaboration, Dylan. No, anyway, uh, I agree with you. It, um, you can't do it all Because you don't have all those strengths within you. Like, you might be a great composer, and I think I am a great composer, but I'm not a great writer or script writer or even lyric writer. Like, music is my strength, 
And if I could find someone who's equally as strong writing words, that would be ideal. Right. So then your first draft, so I'm assuming because you play the violin and, and mm-hmm. I see you play piano now looking at your Instagram. I play a little. Piano was my <laughs> first instrument, but I don't, I can't practice as much anymore. I'm not that good at it. I, I'm actually, I don't even know it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. It's a crazy story for how Dylan and I um, work together. I play guitar. Okay. Uh, rhythm. Okay. But not even legit, like rhythm guitar. And I've kind of learned piano. And then I'd sent him very rough recordings of me just holding down chords yep. and giving the lyrics. And then mm-hmm. he'd make it everything. My question for you, though, is you had the songs first and then you added the script and you just made it, you yes. just sewed it together? That's exactly what happened. Um, I had songs and the musical. I think it's pretty obvious, but it's kind of based on my life and my life experiences. Um, So I just, I feel like I organically wrote all these songs, like, from my perspective, which was cool, um, because it's very easy to write from your own perspective. And then the script came second. And I know that that's not always how building musicals work, but um, that was kind of my process. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I play, I did okay. a play, and then I was like, well, I this needs more emotion, but I'm not trained in this. That's mm-hmm. when I brought on a composer to, like, okay. add all these songs, yeah. and then we, like, deleted so many lines from the play or, like, turned mm-hmm. those lines into lyrics. Yes. My stuff's really personal as well, and mm-hmm. when I debuted the songs at 54 Below, I almost had a heart attack because I feel like everyone is going to hear what I think and right. what I feel. Are you nervous, and would you be nervous if all your friends from home came? <laughs> if the guy you wrote the music oh about came, gosh. what, I mean, aren't, aren't you afraid that they're going to hear? You know what? I'm not afraid, because what I've learned is you can't really control much in your life, and you might as well make something amazing out of the bad things that happen to you. And that's kind of what's been driving me to just like keep creating it's like my life isn't perfect but um I can use the crummy times to I don't know put my emotions into and just make something that can maybe be inspirational I guess the the answer is dude I say they should all come and even the ones that they're about yes come to the show I won't say names. It's all good. That is the weirdest experience because I did have some people that I wrote music about. They came and I just remember like sitting in the back thinking (laughs) I'm going to die. Like everything that I ever thought is there and now everyone's going to hate me. (laughs) Oh, I will say something interesting. Yes. There's someone playing in the band at 54 Below who I wrote three of the songs about. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Drama. (laughs) (laughs) While we say that, you guys need to buy tickets. We have more of the interview, but you should buy tickets to our show. It's at 54 Below. Give them the quick details. We're going to give it to them again, but now we know. Okay, so (laughs) Falling Out, the musical, is doing a concert, 54 Below, February 27th. It's a Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Um, We're already selling tickets. I kind of am expecting that we will sell a lot of tickets, so... I have a, a discount link I can send you. 
Yeah. But um, we'll put it in the podcast. Okay, I don't. Too. Do you want me to mention? Oh cast no, I'll put a link list. in the podcast. Okay. Yes, I do. I uh, will mention the cast list at the end. I just want people to buy this these okay. tickets while we're talking cool. about loving people in the band. <laughs> you can go to Fifty Four's website and look on their calendar and choose my show and then buy tickets from there. How much are they? I think they start at twenty five or thirty. God. So with the discount, you get five dollars off. Got so. It. Okay, so we're going to keep talking about this, but buy these tickets while we talk because it's, it's about to get juicy. <laughs> but before we break down all those juicy details, don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast. We have a lot coming up on future weeks. I'm talking to a financial therapist, and it's going to get really real, real quick. So you have to tune into that. I also talk about what I've been doing to try to find investors. I even have someone coming on to talk about money. My accountant is coming on to break down the budget. You do not want to miss these episodes because this is where the heart of producing comes from. You gotta stay tuned. So subscribe right now to my podcast. Also, our Indiegogo page made its goal. Thank you, everybody who donated. We have, so far, we're at more than $1,500. We're going to keep the page up and see how much we can make. So if you want to be a part of Good Morning New York, the new musical, visit goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com to donate. You can also buy a shirt. Let's get this thing off Broadway. I want to cut in real fast and talk about pails. <laughs> you hear that? Oh, yeah, the sound of pills in a container. I have a partner called Physician's Choice, and they've been letting me try some really awesome products like women's probiotics. There's also apple cider vinegar capsules that I've been taking. You can burn up to 700 calories a week. That's like running seven miles, but without the work. There's also stuff for stress hair, nails. This is a Colorado-based company trying to get their name out there. And you know me, I'm from Colorado, so I gotta support the home team. So if you wanna give these products a try, use my code JACK20 at checkout. The link to Physician's Choice is in my bio of this podcast episode. Don't forget, JACK20 gets you 20% off. That's spelled J-A-C-K 20. All right, back to the show. Cutting in here real fast to talk about sleep. Can you recall a time when your mom yelled at you to make your bed? Or could you recall a time waking up and your toes were coming out of the covers freezing? That is the story of my life because I don't have heat in my room. It's in my apartment, but not my room. So that's why I want to tell you about ZSOC. ZSOC is a patented bedding product which solves two major issues. The ZSOC eliminates the everyday hassle of making your bed. Let me repeat that. You'll never have to make your bed again. It also keeps your toes tucked in no matter how much you toss and turn at night. If you want warmth from your nose to your toes, you gotta check out ZSOC. Here's how you do it. Visit ZSOC.com. That has three Z's though. So it's Z-Z-Z-S-O-C-K. There's also a link in the notes section of this episode. This is going to change the way you sleep. You're going to be happy you checked it out. For some reason, I always like guys in the band. In the band. <laughs> or actors. If they're the funny one or if they're in oh, the band, yeah. I'm guys. always like, well, I'm in love. Yep. And then when you have guys who are in the band that are funny, you're just like, okay, I'm done. Just take me now. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. 
until they piss off the composer. And then I probably shouldn't say that. Anyway, I'm not going <laughs> to We have a, oh, man, I'm not even going to say that. All right. Well, there's a few things I could say, so but, you know. left unspoken. You never want to end up on the wrong side of the Me Too movement. Y'all oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm saying that as women in our 20s, we like guys, guys like us. But when you're in a producer position, it's always like, oh, crap, like I can't date you right. because I'm, I'm. No, you're the you're, boss. Yeah. Yes. So it's, yes, it's a rocky, rocky, that's not what I was going to say. I was just going <laughs> to say that I fall in love with God. Okay, so while we're sharing stuff oh about about men we write things about, mm-hmm. one of a play, I don't know how much I want to give away, but uh, one of the plays that I worked on when I was flying out here, mm-hmm. I really liked this one guy okay. um, a bunch. And then in the musical that I currently have, there are a few songs about him nice. in my musical. Okay. Yeah, nothing ever happened from it. Okay. That's why it's called If He Loved Me, Aww. the song. Yeah, it's a good song. Would I be naive to think that I could change a man? But I love the chance. It's, I like sad songs. It's, it's... I don't know. It's kind of sad. People do cry at it, but it's kind of funny where she's doing her imagination. It's, she's in her imagination. She's like, if he loved me, he'd walk to me. And there's like a scene where they do dance and they do fall in love. But mm-hmm. she's like, but he doesn't love me. And then the scene. Oh, that sounds ends. really intriguing. I like that. Yeah. It's, um, go to our Facebook. No, Facebook. <laughs> go to our website, <laughs> goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. You'll see it. It's by Morgan. Um, but yeah, it's interesting how your life transforms into your music it just makes me so does he know that these songs are about him no oh my gosh not yet i really want to tell him (laughs) i'm gonna get an email from you (laughs) later being like can you delete that entire part where we talk about men that we write songs about it's fine i know i'll delete my joke about the movement (laughs) it's too soon too soon to joke about that yeah hashtag too also hashtag not true (laughs) Never. I'm very respectful to the men in my, um, in all, all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my next question. Okay. So, the musical, Falling Out, it opens at 54 Below very soon, obviously. Yeah. Um, how are you putting that together? Because I've even been getting messages from, I have an associate producer who sent me a message with your video that 54 Below shared. Yes. And she was like, ooh, they should we should get 54 Below to share our stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hey, my associate producer now is sharing your musical and you That's two insane. don't know each other. Yes. So it's like you're already making waves in New York City. Wow. <laughs> but that makes me really happy. Yes, because, A, how – are they sharing your videos uh, mm-hmm. in advance? Because that's really cool, and, and I so want to know. So the video they shared wasn't my song. Oh, But got it. it was one of the singers, Tyler Hardwick, who was on once in Once on This Island. Um, so he's a big Broadway star. He's singing a, show in, a song in my show. Um, and he's sung at 54 Below. So they just shared a video that they had of him singing there in the past, and then in the description, they said, come see Tyler and more Broadway stars singing a new musical. And then they mentioned me and my, my musical. So that is why you have floored me. No, <laughs> I just, uh, you live in Nashville, you're coming out to produce a show at Fine Scenes 54 Below, mm-hmm. and you have big names 
in your yeah. musical performing. I can't believe it. No one's doing that. I keep saying it, but really? no, yeah. Not we, for new musicals, maybe? Uh, well, they'll get their friends or whatever, yeah. but you are getting big names to come mm-hmm. in and sing. Um, yeah. How? So it's really a combination of two things. Um, so I, I brought on a, a producer for this show at 54, um, her name is Julia Dunitz. She is incredible. She is still in college. She's a senior at what? Corn- See, she's a Jesus. senior at Cornell. Okay, but she I is the she most was like fifty or something on but. top of her game. Like big dreams, big goals. Like she told me in our first kind of Skype interview, she was like, "I want to become a Broadway producer one day," and she was like, I, w- "I would love to work with like other strong women in the industry." And I was just like, "Yes, girl. Like, I want you on my team." So she's been amazing. She um, she produced Drew Gasparini's show at 54 Below in October. Drew is an, another musical theater composer. He is one of my idols and has been one of my idols for years. So I, I went to see his show in October in New York. And, I, and then after the show, sometime like November, I, I was looking through his tagged pictures on Instagram and I saw like who his producers were and I was so impressed because they sold out the show. They had all these big Broadway names singing, and I was just, like, very inspired. And so I reached out to his producer, who was Julia, and I messaged her on Instagram, and I just said, hey, like, I love your work. I was at your show. It was incredible. Um, Would you be interested in producing my show at 54 Below? And she was like, yeah, I'd love to know more information. Let's set up a Skype phone call because she – I was, like, in Texas or somewhere over Thanksgiving, and she was in New York. So we Skyped. And just talked through everything, and then she was on board. And so she had some contacts or some suggestions for people I should reach out to. But I really, I guess the main way I found people was um, I wrote to people on Instagram or found their emails or went to their websites. And I kind of just pitched my, my music and my songs to them, and I said, like, hey, I'm writing a new musical. Here's you know, a demo of the song, or here's sheet music to look at, would you be interested in singing one song? And I probably reached out to around 100, like, big names. Like, I was shooting for the stars. And I knew they'd probably never even see my messages. And then I I kept getting responses of people either saying yes or, like, hey, I'm interested, but I'll be out of town or I'll be on tour or whatever. And that was pretty incredible to see that, People are, I think, excited about new music and new musicals and new projects, and they want to be a part of something that's fresh. And that, like, everyone said they just, they loved the demos I showed or I gave them, and, yeah, they said, they said yes. So we, um, it wasn't until, like, a few weeks ago that we actually got some of our Broadway singers to write back Um, because they're they're very busy. (laughs) Right. They, yeah, I just... I was like, if you can just sing one song, that would be amazing. Some people will be singing two songs in the show, but most everyone's just going to sing one. That's awesome. So, yeah, I just put myself out there, reached for the stars, wasn't really expecting much, and I've I've also been floored by the response. <laughs> yes. You've shown <laughs> up everywhere. And a lot, because a lot of people say that, or they think, when they have a show at 54 Below, then they have now entered 
the New York theater scene. That is my opinion. Okay. Um, I think that's that's some a of my very intimidating opinion. Opinion. No, I th- no. I'm saying no, even before you step on stage, mm-hmm. no, no need to be intimidated because you're already. <laughs> I say the minute they say yes, you're in. Here's the show, and then you sell that minimum of tickets you have to sell. Right. Then you're in. 50, okay. Fifty-four below, in my opinion. It's legit. That sets the stage for future, and and for you, you have equity actors. Yeah. And, and it's like, damn, that's really good. You have actors people know. Yes. And that's going to make a musical people know because they're all on social media. Mm-hmm. Are you inviting, hopefully, are you inviting producers? Or actually, you know, unless this girl could just take this thing off Broadway. Julia, yeah, I'm sure. I would love to keep working with her. I, I kind of don't exactly know who to invite. I know a lot of the singers, um, managers, or music you know, people in their circle are coming. Nice. So um, there will be some industry people there. As far as producers, yeah, I'd love to invite as many as possible. Ken Davenport, on his Producers Perspective Pro website, he has a Mm. list of all these producers. Okay, in like an email or something? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's free. You might have to like pay for a month. But um, yeah, you can get a bunch of producers. Yeah, because that's what I did. I invited a bunch, um, okay. and I got one to show up. Nice. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so now let's talk about... Oh, yeah. I have an idea for you. Okay. We're Perfect. talking about producers, and I had an episode about this um, a few weeks back, but the Players Theater has a residency program. Have you considered it? No. The Players Theater. I've heard of it. Yeah, because that's where my show's opening. Okay. So it's next downtown. Year, right? Yeah, next year. Okay. Yep, in exactly a year. <laughs> yes. So tickets are on sale now, everybody. <laughs> Buy them. GoodMorningNewYorkMusical.com. They start at 42 bucks. Nice. Now that I can breathe. So for you, um, the Players Theater has a residency <clears throat> program that they just opened up where they have a main stage. It's 199 okay. seats. Okay. You send in your musical. Mm-hmm. They have a group of readers who read it, and if they like it, then you're in. For the festival? For It's not even a festival. It's a five-week residency. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a five-week residency. If you sell tickets, it's very, very nice. Nice. <laughs> Maybe more than nice. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. I'll look into it. Uh, yeah, it's free to apply. And Is then, there a deadline? And probably soon. It's probably coming up soon. Yeah. But um, because that's what we did. I did it, and I was like, oh, oh okay. I don't think I'll get. Um, I don't think I'll get that far. But they mm-hmm. only have about fifty shows apply, okay. and they pick musicals for their main stage downstairs. Wow. And that's a five week program, and they teach you how to produce. But nice. they also you get playbill. It's legit off Broadway. Wow. Yeah. So maybe you could send it into that. I would love to. Yeah. Otherwise, you can just produce it. Um, okay, well, what's next? I'm pitching things at you. <laughs> what? Okay, after 54 Below, are you going to record an album from this? We are. This is, okay. this is like brand new information. We are recording an album in Nashville, Tennessee. My friend has owns a recording studio. Oh. And he offered to produce my album, which is... For free? Oh, wait. Uh, that doesn't, doesn't matter. Not for free. I won't even say... <laughs> <laughs> I need it's to like, start saving matter. now, but... I love things that are free, but, but no one does it for free. <laughs> I get it. No, I wouldn't expect them to do it and for free. And your friend sounds great. Yes. Um, so... Is there a song about him? You're, what you're, oh! <laughs> I'm nodding my head, yes. <laughs> well, you were smiling. I, all right. 
Um, Great. Which one's that? <laughs> Insert sound. <laughs> yes. Interesting. So as my face turns bright red. See? Um, Broadway's full of love. <laughs> so we, the idea for this album is um, after 54 Below, him and I are going to sit down and choose maybe the best 10 or the strongest 10 to 15 songs. I think there's going to be 17 songs at 54, Whoop. which is which is a lot. And I'm not expecting they'll all make the album. And I might even have to write a few new songs to kind of round out the storyline. But we're going to choose the top uh, 12 or 14 songs and um, record in Nashville. I have a ton of friends that can play everything. In Nashville, but we're also thinking of um, flying back to New York at some point this spring with a, with like a microphone or some recording gear and um, having probably a lot of the singers that are singing in the show at 54 Below because I've only asked people to sing that I really love their, their voice. Um, just have them record their song um, and then put have an album of songs from one show but different singers. After 54 Below, I'm kind of going to regroup, see what needs to be done in terms of the songs mostly. The script is still in development and that'll that might be a while, but I know the songs are strong enough where we can definitely make an album. And I think I think Sarah Bareilles did a similar thing where like 4 years ago she released like the first draft of Waitress and it was only like 13 songs. And then I think two years later, she re-released it. Um, different singers, but then added songs and took out songs. So I'm not really nervous about releasing an album of songs that might not even stay in the show. Right. I mean, it's not really a fear of mine. So I'm just excited to get these songs out there and have it you know, professionally recorded. Um, but we, we do have one song out in the world that's professionally recorded, and that's the opening, City Streets. It's on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, and that's also been, like, a huge help in, like, getting into these festivals, or getting into 54 Below, I think, and um, getting people excited about the show because the song is just really fun and catchy. And, um, yeah, so that's been really exciting to have a song out there in the world for people to hear. It's not just a demo. It's like full out, you know. I wish that I had that. We um we have songs that are recorded, mm-hmm. and but we're uh, we haven't made casting announcements yet. Okay. So we're also doing some some changes. Yeah. So yes. So currently, uh, we have songs that we would like love to lean a show on. Um, we have mm-hmm. a few of them, okay. but we don't have official recordings, and we also don't have, like, a contract with an actor that we choose okay. to do it. So I would highly recommend just even one you're song. You're so right. It's going to make that. a world of a difference. It's going to get you more fans. It's going to inspire you to to finish or, you know, change things, and it's just going to put your name out there. Like, this is legit. It's happening. Right. Pick your, pick your best song. Pick, like, the opening song or something. Um. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely recommend that. Uh, Instagram. How can people find you? Um, my personal Instagram is Violin City Girl, one word. <laughs> and then I do have an Instagram for my musical. It is Falling Out Musical. Great. All right. And she's in New York City now. She goes back to Nashville. 
Um, I don't know what else I want to say. Buy shirts for our show and donate to our Indiegogo yeah. page. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.